0: The College Football Experience ACC Conference Preview and Picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks and content available only uh, to our patrons at uh, slash Patreon. So check it out and remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're
1: listening to. S-T-P-N. Let it ride, brother.
0: About the ACC, and this is what I think of when I see the ACC. I'm joking. I'm joking. Perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, uh, my name is Colby Swiggett Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists,
1: and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened,
0: he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but now nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. And you're
1: nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah. Here we are talking ACC. <laughs>
2: <sighs> you gotta love it. You got CJ Sullivan's beautiful yes, face on yes. there. You got Megan Rapino, uh, who, again, Probably uh, what you think of when you think of ACC sports. You think of
0: Boston College women's soccer, you know. uh. (laughs) That's true. The ACC does have some great women's soccer programs. UNC
2: uh, women's soccer.
0: Yes. Yes. That is ACC
1: sports. Photo there. Much better. Blow that up. Now Uh, now we're talking.
0: Right Uh, there we go. As the computer is taking a minute to understand that, but here we are. What's up to Brendan Moore? Yes. As We got a big day here. I am joined by my co host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C. in the place to be. Hi, well. Pouvez- pleinws- notch- backpack- Happ- Ook- oh, yeah, let's go. We're talking Atlantic Coast Conference. We were going to start with the CUSA, but we did a last second pivot. That's why you saw the screen be a little crazy. Last uh, second pivot to talk about the ACC because we know it to be. Well, we thought it was going to be the most dominant conference in college football at one point when they add, when they added all those teams. We thought, well, Florida State, Miami, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech's got a natty in '90. It's been a little, been some some rough rough times in the <laughs> Atlantic Coast Conference. Understatements, but Understatements. Uh, also been national championships here. plural. Uh, uh, yeah. Come on, every league can say that. It's true. Only one in the playoffs, but uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, only one in the playoff era.
1: All right. Well, two, two well, championships. One team. One team. Yeah, one yeah. team. Oh, yeah.
0: There's, there's a
1: couple of conferences with zero. So one is a lot more than zero. True, but there's an East Coast <laughs> bias.
0: Come on. Let's be honest. You're, you're, you're <laughs> oh, still doing eight it. game schedules? Still doing eight game schedules, huh? <laughs> right? It's tough. It's tough out there. Uh, look, I am joined by the ACC guru himself. Give it up for the rooftop by PA drink and homebrew making tobacco road living. The free like given former, former, heard basketball league MVP get better for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's up, guys? I mean, I'll give you some more tech techno music. Can't get enough of that. Let's be honest. You know.
1: When I saw a lot of tech on the background I thought there was some late breaking expansion news and uh, maybe the ACC was, <laughs> was dipping their toes into Louisiana
0: <laughs> uh, they perhaps they should because we do have uh, breaking news and uh, since I get sued for every song I play, I, I don't have a lot of breaking news music besides this <laughs> Nobody's uh,
1: coming after you for that one. No one's coming at, I
0: think that band died like a, probably a week after uh, doing that song. I have a feeling they uh they probably died th- and thankfully their uh their their sons or daughters or whoever left has not came for us. But uh um Not right,
2: a lot of royalties on that yeah.
0: song. <laughs> I'm still expecting it any day. Now they even came for me for the fucking Sesame street song I had going, which I was a deep, it's not like the actual song of Sesame street. I found an episode with one clip, one little sample song. and they got me. They came for me. <laughs> uh, so folks, we're here to talk the ACC, but we got to talk about the breaking news. And that is, oh, I have, I do have music that actually this one won't get me sued. Look out <laughs> Brett mark, perhaps a guy on a Buffalo because the Colorado Buffalo's uh, it's been announced. I think, I think, I mean, I think tomorrow will be the official day, but it seems like it's been reported by Pete Thamel, Brett McMurphy, all those guys that cover college football, just like myself. I was there with them covering <laughs> the mountain West. All right. Uh, Flex. Yeah. What's up? What's up world? <laughs> Didn't think you'd be able to get me into a suit and tie. Well, it's just a blazer. It's just a blazer, but still, jeans. that's a suit and tie. I'm
2: uh, gonna give him. Col- let me clown Colby a little <laughs> bit here. I saw you on Veasan the other day with a uh, a blazer and a V-neck. Well, that's because I
0: came straight from straight from uh, what's it called? It looked like you came
2: straight from a night of partying. And- well, it is
0: Vegas. Are you yeah, kidding me? You true. think I'm sober in Vegas? That, Come
2: on. That should be the Vegas look on, on set, just hammered, fucking doing episodes. <laughs> you weren't, but the, the V-neck. The V-neck Neck needed some work. It was the bacon neck with the suit on. I think it's a look you got there, though.
0: Oh well, thank you. And uh, (laughs) clearly, clearly, the the Mountain West coaches agree because you know I I did, I think, make all of them laugh. Um, More (laughs) clips will be will be published. Uh, Follow us at TCE on SGPN. But folks, we'll talk about that later when we do the Mountain West. Let's talk about the Colorado Buffaloes going back home. They were part of the Big Eight, which became people don't know the history. The Big Eight became the Big Twelve. Uh, Big Eight. They've been a part of the Big Eight for damn near a hundred years. I feel like eighty years. Uh, so they're back home. They're back home in the Big Eight. NC Nick, your first thoughts of prime time coming? I know that he wanted to get in this. I know they they were going to ask him, but he's obviously be, before he got the Colorado job. He lived in in Texas. His kids played high school ball in Texas. He's also from the state of Florida, so he wanted to get into both those markets.
1: And And as as a fan of college football, I think it's great. I think I never really cared for college football. I'm sorry, college football. I never cared for Colorado in the Pac-12. So I think this is a a better fit, and they will bring back some of those old rivalries. Uh, I guess that rivalry with Utah is just going to go by the wayside. You know, oh
0: no, that made up that (laughs) that, made up rivalry. rivalry.
1: But I think it's a smart move by Colorado. Obviously, I think it's a a, a wise move by the Big Twelve too. Uh, So that what
0: that gets them up to thirteen, right? Uh, that will get them up to 13. There's speculation that we could have another school in this next week named. Uh, I saw, I mean, who knows? We start, I don't want to start lying again and, and you know, seeing all the fucking people. Tweet they ah oh, it's Yukon, it's it's Oregon uh, it's no, Washington it's... please share I want to hear it well the one that I hear most likely before today was Yukon, but after today they I'm hearing that it's going to be a Pac-12 school that's not one of the four score four corner schools that has been speculated Arizona Arizona State Utah so that would either be Oregon or Washington I believe wow so who knows but uh, I still think for my money I think it's going to be Yukon and Colorado
2: yeah Yukon. interesting <laughs> interesting pickup. Uh, Christopher Moore, I don't know if you just saw that uh, comment. Said, "Prime time can't wait to get into Texas for recruiting yeah. purposes." Yeah, uh, that. You wonder
1: when does this happen though? Too like, is this next year. year? next year? From what well, From what I understand, uh, oh, he'll I mean, dominate yeah. Texas recruiting. Yeah. So, so now instead of the Pack Ten, it's the Pack Nine.
0: They need to quickly add. If I if I were them, I know San Diego State. I was I was just at Mountain West Media <laughs> Day. S- uh, p- pledge their allegiance back into the Mountain West. Oh, no no man. no no, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> right now, now the pac 12s calling them. Say you got to get in. You got to get in. And and I would if I'm the if I'm them. You're you. The Pac-12's got to worry about Oregon and Washington, essentially moving at some point. For sure. Maybe For even sure. Utah, Arizona, or Arizona State. But. Right if they, so if I'm the pac 12 to, to preserve itself, I think you need to get four schools, maybe five schools now that Colorado's leaving. So that would give you 14. So if I'm them, I'm calling up right now. I'm saying, Hey, SMU, San Diego state, you're in. All yeah. right. And you, uh, UNLV Boise state, maybe even Colorado state. You're in, get in. All right. Get Colorado in.
2: Colorado state would be huge. Yeah. Get in. So that would be interesting. Drop Col- yeah. and lose Colorado, pick up Colorado state. That would that's be a way a to win. fuck Colorado yes, over. That's, how, that's That would be a way to fuck. But Colorado State just threw a ton is of it? money.
0: They threw a ton of money behind their football program, so it, it makes sense in that capacity. If anything, the one that would be kind of the one that would be surprising would be UNLV. But I think you just do it for the market and to have more teams in case the others leave. So this is like know, risk.
1: The problem with uh, I don't know if we can go down this whole rabbit hole of expansion, but the problem with more teams is that that's you know a smaller slice of the pie. That's well, a, a right judicious. now you got to be yeah. thinking
0: about survival. You got to be thinking about survival. Or Cal yeah. and Stanford are going to be playing uh, independent football. <laughs> if like. they
2: lose another, or if they, if, if if say Washington and Oregon just went to the Big Ten, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah are gone. Yeah, they're, they're gonna gonna go gone. To the Big Twelve, or yeah. vice
0: versa. So that's why you got to load up. If if yeah. I'm them, go I load now. up. Uh, all those schools. So uh, I'm excited about it. And so look, I thought it was an interesting thing because if they had stayed in the Pac-12, you had an auto bid on the line, right? And I thought it would be easier without USC and UCLA to get to the playoff, but clearly more money with the TV contract playing a huge role. And then also I know Dion wanted to get into Florida and Texas recruiting, which will help that with them playing UCF and like 30, Texas schools. uh so there's that but uh so who's
1: the protected rival now? since it's, it's, it's now that the Big 12 is going to be, you know, too big to have round robin obviously. Who's the protected rivalry for Colorado in the Big 12?
0: I think they might try to force BYU until until Utah comes. They might pull a Pac-12 and be like, "Hey, we're going to give you BYU even though there's not a big history there." But in my opinion, it should be Probably. It sh- I mean, it makes a lot of sense, but they've been yeah. playing, they haven't played BYU that often. They've played Kansas state, Iowa state, Oklahoma state, you know, all those schools for a, a long times. fucking time. Yeah. yeah. So I'm probably forget Kansas. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know. Um, Who of those teams
2: doesn't have a,
0: uh, a good season? I mean, Oklahoma state, Oklahoma is state, not gonna have- that's what it is. Yeah. That's what you end it with there. Colorado and Oklahoma state be. because they don't have bedlam anymore. Yeah. Um, that could work. So it's, it's forced, but it's might Whoa. be the best. Those, Those are t- touching t- states, but, but it's Those not, are, it's, That's a border yeah, battle. It's a border battle, and and it's
1: <laughs> it it's may not be like that three forced because they've been playing border. for
0: like a hundred fucking years. Like the BYU ones, forced because I think they haven't played that many times. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know. I, I just don't see Oklahoma State and Colorado as a big rivalry. Granted, I'm the, I'm Mr. East Coast bias on this pod, so maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see that as like you know, two fan bases that hate each other. You know, So it's a little forced, but hey. That's going to happen with expansion.
2: You know, Oklahoma uh, State, Colorado is their one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth most played team all time. Twenty and twenty-six all time. Colorado has the lead. It's a decent rivalry, decent matchup, competitive.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's better than it's better than. I mean, I, I actually enjoy BYU, Colorado, but I want Utah to come in too. So I don't want them like I want the holy war the final week of the season every fucking year. All right. I want BYU Utah. So don't oh, yeah. yeah, make Get, that you happen. You gotta please. keep that as a flex for BYU until they add Utah. Yeah. Um uh, will the Pac twelve be around in five years, Patty C?
2: That is very tough to predict. I don't know.
0: In former fashion, yes. I think that
1: they will expand yeah. and grab other teams. So that name
2: it, means too much to just
1: drop. Yeah, exactly. they'll,
2: they'll swallow the they'll take the entire mountain west. It'll be, you know. If it's Washington State that holds on to the Pac-12 name, on uh, either that or the, the conference itself, I, I don't know if it could exist without any of the member schools, you know, yeah. being part of it. But maybe if the conference itself just wanted to exist, Mountain West could just rebrand itself into the Pac-12 and you know gain status and probably gain money.
0: Uh, p- potentially. But uh, so in the chat, they're saying, uh, "Who's the mystery team?" Uh, you know. Colby said it would be most likely Oregon, Washington or Yukon says, says uh, Noah there, but yeah, I, I would also throw out Memphis. Memphis is one that I think that he visited, but it's, it wasn't official. Memphis is one that is intriguing because of the re- recruiting grounds. And I think just like UCF coming in there, I think you see if you're, we're talking ACC, I think Florida state and Miami are sitting around saying, Hey, in a couple of years, when that, when that new contract goes into, I think in 26, UCF is going to be making more money than they will. So <laughs> the, the 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 fact that you could then go in the to Florida and recruit decently, UCF's you, you see it already since they've joined. UCF's recruiting is way better than it was previously because they're in the power five. And who knows, man. The the new Big Twelve is gonna be a lot of fun though. Subscribe to the Big Twelve experience, hosted by Ryan McIntyre and company. Hello. Uh you know so, they're hyped right now. And yeah, I'm sure you're going to have
1: to do a separate pod with them to to talk about this in more depth. But this is the ACC preview, damn it! So let's get back to the the conference that feel that Phil Steele ranks number four this year ahead of the Big Twelve.
0: Oh man,
1: crazy! <laughs> nice, nice plug.
0: Uh, look, Phil Phil Phil's coming on the show next week, by the way, guys. But before, about it. yeah, before uh, we get to all that, I want to tell you that the ACC college football conference preview. On the Sports Gambling Podcast Network's brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Yes, do your part in the war against corporate gambling. All right, and sign up for the SGPN Patreon. All right, There's a ton of exclusive content, contests, and merch just for our patrons. Plus, a monthly SGP Stories podcast. Oh shit! You throw Patty C behind a mic and give him a few Molsons, you have no idea what fucking <laughs> stories are going to come out. All right, sign me up. Uh, <laughs> Look, it's an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades and decades of being DJs and and bozos and all everything. So, there's even a Discord channel for for the Patreons. Uh, so, uh, come on, the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon is a great way to score exclusive perks and support SGPN sportsgamblingpodcastcom dot slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcastcom dot com slash Patreon. All right, folks. We are back on the ACC college football conference preview. It's it's great to be in. This is a great sign because we're so close to the season. You know, when we get to the conference previews, this is our first one. We're close, man. We're less than 30 days, less than 30 days from week zero. Let's fucking go. So with that, let me, uh, let me play a little music here. It is time to talk about the Atlantic coast conference. All right. The rich history of the ACC Clemson, recently national champions. Uh, Florida State, one one What 14 Last year without a No, 13, right? 13, Last year without yeah. a playoff. So it was a little phony, but I mean, they got, they, they won the championship, um,
2: but prior to that, what was it? 99 Florida state, then yeah. 93 Florida state yeah. and 80 Clemson or
0: 90 Georgia tech. Don't you forget about the I yellow guess, jackets, um, buzz, buzz, sting sting, you
2: got to include all Miamis now that they're a part of the ACC, that's even though true. they weren't though in, in the, the big East. Then
0: yeah. we're going to talk all about it, but, but uh, let's start uh, with the ACC because um, I mean, I'm intrigued NC Nick, you're, you're a diehard ACC fan. You That's will watch, right. you will watch those boring ass, uh, you know, Boston <laughs> college, uh, Virginia tech games that, uh, you know, I guess they gave us the Matt Ryan game, but uh, shout out to Amari Walker says less than 30 days from week zero. Let's fucking there go. We go. Woo. Uh, let's let's talk about
1: you guys, but man, just looking at the over unders. I like a lot of these in the ACC. And not just because I follow the ACC very closely. But there's, I think, there's just a lot of juicy over unders here, team totals, you know, f- uh, future bets here. But okay, go ahead. If you want to jump into a, you know, a team by team?
0: Yeah, we're gonna start with the worst team, and we'll end with the best. The lowest over under is the Virginia Cavaliers. who mm, mm, mm. Tony Elliott, the NASCAR driver, him and Stockstill, those two NASCAR driver coaches in college football. Um, Tony Elliott three and a half wins is the, uh, is the total here. Uh, Patty C you are our Virginia Cavalier fan here. So right. I, I would like for you to uh, talk about why you think they're going to smash the over. Cause you look at the schedule, the non so there's eight conference games cause the ACC is a bunch of cowards, but they play a, a, st- one of these terrible neutral site games that are not neutral. Like if you just play this in Knoxville, it's better for college football. It's a one-off. It's not a home and home. You're playing in Nashville against Tennessee as your, as your ninth power five game. This is
2: like the neutral site game that does nothing for anyone.
0: Yeah. It's terrible. It's just absolutely terrible. The 10th power five, you play 10 power fives this year is uh, the the renewed rivalry. uh, As you head to college park, formerly bird stadium to take on the Maryland Terrapins. And then you play the the team that perhaps should have won the Sun Belt uh, in JMU, and your 12th game is an FCS playoff team that went a couple of rounds in the FCS playoffs. Mike London, former UVA head coach, now the head coach of the Wayman Mary Tribe. This schedule's fucking brutal. And it, it, this is the first year with no divisions. We got to talk about that. No divisions in the ACC, so they avoid Clemson they avoid NC no, no, They get NC state. Who do they got? Florida they go state, Florida, Florida state. state. and Cl- Wow. So even with that, you would think that's great news. I do not think this schedule is brutal, dude. Really? It's not, it's, it's not a brutal schedule. This mean. is a, 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 a shitty
2: schedule. Really? I just yes. feel
0: like William and Mary is like better than almost like they're like a top 10 team in the FCS. They're a good FCS team, but and then you add in JMU, you're not playing U. There's no ULMs on the schedule besides Boston College. That's true. Th- you know, so
2: uh, if you're going to include if you say that, you know, uh uh, 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 uh what FCS team is you don't want to get a good one, but it's still an FCS team. D- like, you know, a lot of schools don't have that. Like I think if
0: you threw William, still a way, shitty if team. you threw William and & Mary and like the USA or MAC, they'd probably go to a, to a bowl. Maybe. 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 I mean, they, like out of conference
1: is really tough. You got two power five, you know, a really good Sunbelt team, and then a good FCS team, which is William Mary is capable of beating UVA. Yeah. So out of conference is tough in yeah. conference. I think, you know, it's very manageable to have Virginia tech and Georgia tech and Boston college because they're all three winnable games too on your schedule. So I count five winnable games on the schedule. How many will UVA be favored in? Maybe only one or
0: two. I mean, William and Mary beat Charlotte by seventeen last year. Or maybe even more. Uh, I think it was seventeen, maybe twenty-four, something like that. They beat an FBS last year. I, I just they lose. Look, Virginia loses Brandon Armstrong. They lose F- Fentral Cypress, their best defensive. Uh, they lost a few defensive players that are starting elsewhere. As we've been previewing teams. Uh, All the receivers are gone. Yeah. So I mean just
1: think about last couple of years they had really good groups of, of receivers. And now it's a bunch of people yeah. I've never heard of.
2: Billy Kemp was uh pretty dynamic. Where'd he go? Uh you uh, uh Nebraska. Nebraska.
1: Uh
0: I thought I, I was about to if you had asked me three weeks ago, I would have said uh Virginia might be the worst power five. But now after what's going on at Northwestern, <laughs> you gotta say, uh, okay, I feel like they they're not gonna be the worst power five. But I'm still I feel very good about the under here.
1: Very good. I totally agree. I mean, talk about a, a bet that I like right off the bat. And, you know, one more thing about UVA and that roster. I think they might have the worst offensive line in the ACC. So, uh, and Tony Muskett coming in at quarterback from the FCS ranks. Question marks there. I think he's solid, but he's not going to wow you. He's not going to win games by himself. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, the under here is looking really nice. I mean, what? I guess UVA what? won three games a year ago and And two of the games got canceled
0: and, and they almost yeah. beat Miami it went to four
2: overtimes. they only lost by two <laughs> hey,
1: 14 look, to twelve.
2: Brennan Armstrong system quarterback couldn't thrive without Robert and I I, I he couldn't
0: thrive because the offensive line was horrible that that didn't help
2: either <laughs> um yeah, like Nick said, two games canceled still uh still three wins, and those two games were winnable. I don't know if uh, coastal was winnable, but Virginia who, who Tech did was they him.
0: beat last year.
2: Uh, last year they beat uh, Richmond, Old Dominion, so two shitty teams, and Georgia Tech. Like you said, they they only lost to North Carolina by three. They lost to Miami by two and four overtimes. I can't Syracuse talk.
0: by two. Syracuse by yeah, two. But but th- there's no Syracuse K- K- on the schedule this year. There's
2: a, a lot of shitty teams on the schedule though. Uh,
0: I mean, you got to figure crystal ball in year two will be better than year one. Um, Syracuse
2: is Boston College, so there there is that on the schedule.
0: Um. I'm going to say, look, I love the under, I'll, I'll lock this up. I'm going to lock it up with you. And I yeah. think it might be on the lock podcast
1: as well.
2: I think yeah. uh, things can only, uh, if you're talking about coaches that are going to get better in year two, you know, you had Tony Elliott, a first year coach, right? Yeah. There's a big learning curve there. You had Des kitchen's a first year coordinator. So I mean on any level. So you know, there's
0: he, no there's no guarantee they get better in year two. There's no if anything <laughs> I mean, trends,
2: trends would suggest that you know you've got good, them from a
0: talent perspective. I think they're. I don't school. think they're as talented as the roster last year.
2: Sure. Yeah. I just think this is not a very hard schedule. To me, look, yeah, uh, look, I'm a JMU guy through and through. I hope we whoop them by 50 points. That's what I'm praying for. Right. Yeah. But. We played one common opponent last year, and UVA kept it closer against Louisville than we did. Okay, who cares about we that? We didn't, though? I, I mean, you no, didn't have factor. the quarterback. That's a factor. Not you, but
0: comparing the scores. All right, uh, like uh, I, I would favor JMU by seven in that game.
2: Okay, that's fair, but that's yeah. a winnable game. But what I'm saying is, okay, UVA, you guys are making them out to be terrible. Close losses to good teams. Close loss to uh, uh, UNC last year. A close loss, and I guess I don't. You can't say Miami, but talented teams. Right, and so they're playing these talented teams that, that usually you don't. If you're getting blown out, that's one thing. But if you're able to keep it close, then year two, those close losses might eke out into a, cl- a couple close wins. And I think you know three and a half is pretty low for this schedule. I, I think they get to four. I think they really? get to four. I don't see five. I what, but I don't. I, see, I
0: actually don't even see them favor. Like they'll be favored in Wayman Mary. That's the only game I got them favored in. I mean Georgia Tech you, at home. Virginia I think Georgia Tech, Tech though did a great job in the portal. I think they're a lot more talented than Georgia Tech was a year ago. So I, I think I Georgia Tech agree. is better than than Virginia right now. It's possible UVA though hasn't had like
2: a um, seriously super terrible two win season in a long time though. They're still the state flagship of a well buckle up and get state. ready for it. Yeah, Packers. yeah, it could happen. I'm not saying it can't. I just think. You guys are assuming the worst is going to happen with and every uh, week.
0: I, I actually will not rule out. O and 12. I will <laughs> not rule out. Oh, and 12. Uh, we will, we will see. Let's jump on over to the second worst win total. That is the Georgia tech yellow jackets. Uh, obviously they play Clemson in the rivalry game and they also get Georgia in, in the rivalry game. So that's always brutal. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they also, for some reason, played a neutral site game, although still in Atlanta against Louisville where Louisville fans will probably travel to that and probably have more fans than, than, or probably be 50 50. But uh, so they burned one of their own home games and their other home games in conference are Syracuse and Boston college in North Carolina, who they've actually kind of had Carolina's <laughs> number the past couple years. years. Um, the win total I'm seeing is what? Three and a half. Oh, well, it's four and a half. Four, oh, and a half. No, four and a half? Yeah, four and a half. Four and a half. I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Four and a half. They were
2: right. what five and seven last year. Um, some a, a decent win in overtime against a good Duke team. It, uh, it should be
1: noted too that five and seven. So Brent Pry as uh head coach was four and four. Jeff Collins as head coach was one and four.
0: Yeah, and and no, Brent, not Brent Pry, Brent Key. Brent Key. Brent Brent yeah. Key yeah, I always yeah.
1: screw that up. I'm sorry. And also Jeff Collins was one and three, but but you know, for key to step in and go four and four, I mean, that team could have quit on him, yeah. and they didn't. So, you know, and to Colby's point earlier, they bring back, you know, they bring back a decent amount of players and they hit the, the uh, portal pretty hard. It might come down to the quarterback, Haynes King, the AM transfer. He didn't look very great. You know, last year, only 55% completion percentage, seven touchdowns to six picks. It, was that just the bad Texas A&M offense? Can he look better at GT? We'll see.
0: They got Chris Winkie as the OC and potsy 600 says missing the triple option at Georgia Tech. Very true. Uh you know, they 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 should should have went for Paul Johnson. But uh yeah, you look at the schedule and this is another one 10 power Fives. So as much as we give him shit the, the shittier schools in the ACC have been loading up on the power fives because uh, Georgia and Ole Miss as the uh, as the two non con games, power five, <laughs> absolutely fucking brutal. Mm, and then mm, uh, mm. their other non conference game is Bowling Green, uh, and Scotty Leffler, uh, who did make a bowl a season ago, but it went six True. and seven. Uh, and then South Carolina State, the Bulldogs, who were in the celebration bowl just two years ago. Um That could be con- uh, considered an actual tough uh, FCS game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Buddy Pugh, longtime head coach of the Bulldogs of South Carolina state. Um, uh, Look, I have wins factored in uh, against South Carolina state. I got a win factored in against Bowling green, even though they lost to a max school the last time they played one, but that's two wins. Boston college is in Atlanta. North Carolina is in Atlanta. I feel like they'll get one of those as a third win. Syracuse is in Atlanta. I could see four wins here, but it's four and a half and, they, they have Virginia and UVA too. on the road. That's very winnable. However, I still think, gosh, this is right on the number. I think Vegas yeah. nailed it. Yeah, this one's I think tough. they're going to be either four and eight or five and seven. I think if I had to guess I lean, I lean four and eight. Yeah. Just because I think Boston college or Syracuse could beat them. I think that's a, like a true 50, 50 game. I don't think like there's a true edge to Georgia tech. And if I'm giving them both of those and the Virginia game, to be honest, I mean I think Georgia Tech's talent is better than Virginia's right now, but it is in Charlottesville. i like could, that matters. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying if they could lose it. Makes <laughs> you know, a it little harder,
2: but not not much. <laughs> but at the same time,
0: I feel like Georgia Tech's played Miami well. They've played North Carolina well over the past five years. They yeah. could win those games, but I will lean towards the under. But I don't feel good about it. How about you, Nick?
1: I'm going to lean the over. Actually, I do agree. I think this is one of the, the tougher teams to to pick in the ACC, just due to some of that roster turnover. And you have a, a quasi new head coach. You only coached half of last year. So there are some question marks here. I think they can get to five though. I mean, you laid out some of the potential wins. Don't feel great about it, but I'm going to lean over. Actually.
0: I can see it. I, I was actually kind of all over the place on this one. At first I thought over, but as we're recording this right now, I'm changing. I'm pulling a Benedict. Cause I'm like, I I just can't give them Boston college, Virginia and Syracuse a hundred percent. You know, as much as I think they could go three and O there, I just can't, I can't say they're audit. They're going to. Yeah. So I, I think you got to lean. You know, under. what makes this yeah. team
2: confusing is five wins last year and beating some okay teams. They
0: beat North Carolina back-to-back seasons, North Carolina,
2: uh, Virginia. Tech is not a good team, but they beat them. But all those games were super close wins. So you're like, all right, you know, they, they eked out some wins there and then all their losses were crushing blowouts, uh, almost all their losses. So it's like, were they actually a shitty team that just lucked up a few times last year? That's kind of like, I expect, I think they're going in the right direction, but uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I put them, like they could even make a bowl if they can pull a one upset. Let's say they beat Miami or North Carolina, then I think you could say they beat South Carolina State, Bowling Green. That'd be three wins. Then Boston College four, Virginia five, and Syracuse six. You could see a path to a six and six season. I still I, and I do like what they did in the portal. I think thought they got a lot better in the portal. I just I just can't trust it yet. I need to see Brent Key do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go under.
2: This is a team that should be way better than this.
0: Yeah. What happened to the days when George O'Leary and Bobby Ross had them? Fucking Paul Johnson had them rolling. Let's go. Uh, all right, let's move to the next school in the list here for lowest win total, and that is the Virginia Tech Hokies, sitting at a cool five, five wins. The Hokies? Are you fucking kidding me? What has happened? Um, but I guess there's Brent Price first year, but man, you look at a season ago they were not now. Obviously they had the final game of the season canceled. So, uh, you know, betters probably uh, rejoiced as they probably didn't have to pay, pay money there or at least get their money back. But um, they won, they beat Liberty by one. And that was kind of it of the good teams. They beat Boston college by 17, but Boston college was terrible last year and then Wofford by 20. And that was it. They got their ass whooped in a few games too. And um, mainly like the Carolina game, 41 to 10, West Virginia beat them by 23. West Virginia wasn't great. They lost to a battle dominion team and they lost to Georgia tech. Ah, oh, man. I mean, they lost three games at home last year, which
1: is, is, I mean, you know, Beamer would have never lost three games at home yeah. in one season.
0: Yeah. Potsies. And that
1: offense, that offense was just awful. Last year, the grant Wells experiment did not work. Uh I mean they only ran for over 1200 yards second worst in the ACC. The, the the passing was was second worst in the league also. So the offense needs to play a whole lot better. Uh you know is is drones the answer, the transfer?
0: You can't get he's, much worse at passing the football. So like I
1: think he's an improvement, but yeah. he's he's only thrown 23 balls on the college level, so he's very inexperienced
0: also. You know why he's an improvement in my opinion? And this goes back to like w- when we host the USFL at least he has legs, right? Dual threat, man. dude, simplify your offense. You know, like when you're struggling, your defense wasn't even that bad last year. So, like, if you can just not turn the ball over and just get a few more first downs, you know, and dictate the tempo of the game, that can really help you. Uh, they did. They were active in the portal trying to help out the skill positions. Uh, you know, they were so bad at wide receiver a year ago. They went out and landed what the, uh, the, the, the receiver Jalen lane, who had that 98 yard touchdown against uh, Miami for middle Tennessee. He's got some speed. Uh, They also got uh, the receiver from what's it Jennings from uh, Old old dominion and old dominion beat them a year ago. So,
1: and they opened up this year at home versus ODU.
0: Yeah. And I know that chat was just talking about this game. I mean, ODU is one, two of three against Virginia tech. So it is a little dangerous, but ODU got raided in the portal. So I fully expect this to be a win. Virginia tech does have 10 power fives. Once again, the basement of the ACC doing it big uh, because they're playing Purdue and Rutgers. Uh, if you want to consider them power fives. <laughs> um, uh, so ODU, I see is a win, Patty C uh, you
2: would think so, but again, couldn't get it done last year. And uh, I don't know Tyler Bowen the offensive coordinator came over from Jacksonville State or, or Jacksonville uh, Jaguars in 2022 last year. so year two on the job here is he going to improve Do we know much about their identity? I don't know what this team offers offensively um, and so you know I, I obviously you have uh, Pry and apparently Bud Foster still working with them behind the scenes although he kind of lost a step toward the end um, so, I don't know. I don't. I just don't think this team has much to offer. And then, but I, I will say having Grant Wells back, although he's he's not he's not going to start. Not gonna start. Yeah. Jones
0: is going to start.
2: It, it looks bad. It looks bad. They
1: might lose to ODU. Uh, the schedule's interesting though, because I do think they beat ODU. And even though those power fives, it's at home against Purdue and at, Ru- at Rutgers.
0: No, no FCS. Yeah. No FCS. The other the the so the Purdue and Rutgers, and then at Marshall.
1: <laughs> those are all winnable games. Yeah, they like, could be four and zero if if they if
0: there are. I, I don't think they at will. all they're the Virginia Tech. I, I really don't think they'll be four now. I, I you, seriously doubt it too. Yeah. If
1: you look at their five games in in September, I have them at two and three.
2: I think so. I, I am. They, w- they
0: one, one and three. four. Really, I have a one and three. Oh no, one I, uh, yeah, one and four.
2: You think between you're, they're going to beat ODU? Then you think between hosting uh, Purdue and then going to Rutgers and Marshall, they're going to lose all three of those?
0: I just think they're a lot. Those other teams are a lot better than them. I think they might get somebody. I don't Rutgers know, is Perth- the one. Rutgers, Rutgers is the one that I have faith in. Like, uh, maybe they're not as so. I'm taking a, a, a chance by saying I think Rutgers could be a bowl team this year. Um, that is the one that if Virginia Tech's going to get a second win, I think it's there. I don't think they're going to win at Marshall. I think Marshall's just a flat out better team. Um, Marshall's got guys. You watch Rashina yeah. Ali, and you're like, oh, okay. Sure. Uh. And remember, they never normally play at Marshall. That place is going to be on fire yeah. for that game. Purdue. I just feel like Purdue is a better team too. Right now, With they bring in Hudson card. They got guys to me. Like I get it. That's a, maybe you can talk me into the fact it's at lane, but I just think Purdue is going to be a better, yeah, right, but team. It's also right this very early in the year
1: with the brand new head coach, brand new system. So <laughs> take that, you know, uh, but all right. So it, two and three, one and four, then if you're looking, so after five games in September, they only have three in October. I think I only had them winning one of those.
0: Uh, so they, they're at Florida state, then home to wake. They get a buy in a Thursday night against Syracuse. I'll give that one. That that's, that's Thursday night football yeah, back yeah. in Blacksburg. They should play more Coming of off those. A bye. Yeah. That's nice. So that would be the third win for me. I mean, I guess I just think, I think wake, you guys have wake as a win. No, I I hadn't beating
1: Syracuse. That was my one win. Okay, Wake at home is it's it, it could be a win. It's not like a, a, a yeah. slam dunk. Demon Deeks are going to win for sure. Uh, but then looking at November, I only have one win there also, and that's probably the finale at UVA because they do have UVA's number.
0: And they so, could they could beat Boston College. Well, here's how you can sure. play this out: ha- Halfley could get fired in November. So right. if that was to happen, maybe you can talk me into it. But I'm with you. I I think. I think I would take Boston College by like a field goal right now if I had to. Um I'll give them the Virginia game, I'll give them the Syracuse game, I'll give them the ODU game, maybe even the Rutgers game.
1: But I have four wins. You know, I could see a fifth. A yeah. fifth would be a push. I can't, can't see a six. I yeah. can't yeah. I can't get to six. That's why I feel pretty good about an under with Virginia Tech, also. Not as good as I felt with UVA, but still pretty damn good about this under.
0: I agree. And let me ask you this. Build me. We talked about the best case scenario. Give me the worst case scenario. for Virginia deck is it one and eleven? No, uh, two,
1: two wins. <laughs> Give ODU and somebody else. You
0: know, okay. ODU yeah. and UVA. They win the
1: first and the last game. <laughs> That's true. I, it's true. I feel like this team is
2: just too talented. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm pulling up the conference composite right now, and they're not in the top fifty. Got to wait for this. I mean, thing Bud below.
0: Foster told us on this very show last year. He was like. Eh. <laughs> he kind of revealed his hand of like, it's going to take some time. This isn't the
1: Virginia tech football. We know because they yeah. struggled running the ball. They were second last in the ACC in sacks. They were yeah. last in interceptions. I mean, you know, Virginia tech football should be strong defense yeah. turnovers, strong run game. They need to find an identity here. 56th
2: yeah. in uh, total defense uh, last year. Again, for a team that is built on defense, uh, not getting done one one twenty in total offense, average defense, terrible offense, and uh, well, it's an average league and a poor. Uh, but like you said, the the non-conference games are just hard enough. Well, they'll probably lose a few of those. So I I, I don't think they're bowling. I think I think the under.
0: but hear me out. If we're playing the worst case scenario at two and ten, is he fired or do they give him a third year?
2: That depends on how good Shane Beamer is looking at, and whether uh, he is open to being pulled from South Carolina. I don't think they can offer the money that South Carolina can. They most certainly can't. It would have. It to would be just
1: have to be a, a Virginia center. Tech thing, you yeah. know, playing where or coaching where his dad coached. P- Potsy says
0: that. says another thing too is they were heavily penalized last year, so they need to to get Sign better at that. They lost uh, their offensive line coach, who was their highest paid assistant, to. uh, I think you left to Notre Dame. So uh, there was that
2: similar situation though. First year uh, as it was at Virginia first year, head coach, first year, offensive coordinator. So maybe they f- figure out a lot of stuff in the off season and put it together. And then things are drastically better in year two. I, I, the talent just not there. 52 in the uh, conference comp- or uh, national composite. Um, yeah, they, they're, they're just not there yet.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, let's hop on over to the next one because we go to uh Boston college who I think has short of uh, Louisville. I love this Boston college schedule, which has me uh, full of optimism. If you haven't listened to our Boston college preview, it is out there and available to listen to, but they don't play it. They only play eight power fives. They do not play a power five in the non-con. Now they do play Holy cross, which is a really fucking good FCS, but their other non-con games are Northern Illinois. Yukon and Army. <laughs> Army once again, the triple option rules make to me like Army I thought if you this game was played last year I'd be like Army's going to beat them. Well, now with the rule changes, I think I'm very nervous on all the service academies essentially. So, I kind of love this schedule, the fact that they the their road games are Hold on, loop. hold on. Oh, what what do you that?
1: think their their record is in that out of conference schedule? 2 I and think, 2 3 no, and 1 I
0: think I think 4 and do oh. tell me 4 and 0. Oh. 3 3 and 1 or 4 and 0. Oh. They lost to Yukon yeah. last year.
1: Right. So I,
0: and Holy Cross could get them, but Well, Northern Illinois potentially
1: could and Army could too potentially. Northern I mean, they Illinois, could go
0: oh and four.
1: They could yeah. go oh and four. Northern Illinois, yeah. Northern, Illinois yeah. Northern Illinois 3 and 9 last year.
0: Yeah, but Rocky Lombardi's been in college 75 years. <laughs> he's and just he's back. It. Yeah, Good he's God. still he's back. So, uh I do like
1: Emmett Moorhead you know, no. and if you look, he, I, he had a very good, you know, st- first year as a starter or half a year. Cause when Jerkovic went down, but he had a higher completion percentage and a better touchdown interception ratio than Jerkovic
0: hear me out though. They'll be favored in all four of those games. However, they, yeah, will lose I guess,
1: one. I guess give me three and one, but I, I can see either two and two or three and one, but I guess give me three and
0: one, I could see three and one or four. Now
1: I
2: can see two and two and three or three and one. I don't trust Boston. <laughs> they, just, they went three and nine last year. They sucked. <laughs> Army's been a damn good team. They got to go to West point. i that's probably a loss, but the rule changes, man.
0: I just don't know anymore. I, mean, I agree. Like I said, if it was last year, I would yeah. be like, I'll like 10. Yeah. It's you know interesting. I mean? but we like, don't know a lot about army yet. So uh, 3802 saying, give me Holy cross. I do think it's a sneaky game, a <laughs> sneaky game. They're both in Boston.
2: You kind sneaky game. Oh,
0: yeah, they could go on four. <laughs> they could go in four of those, they but it could be four. Halfley's on the hot seat. This is a big year for him. I'm going to say three and one, maybe even four and Uh, they'll be if we're looking at what they're favored. I think they're gonna be favored in all four games because they're all uh, yeah. But it's Boston College. Yes, very true. But here's what I do like: they get Florida State. Now they're not gonna beat Florida State probably 99 times out of 100. But they do get them the week before they play Clemson, right? I enjoy that because it is a look ahead spot. Good spot. They get Louisville, which I have them losing to Louisville, but at least it's in the first month of the season. Jeff Brown, brand new head coach at Louisville. I think if you want to play Louisville, you want to get him in September. And their other road games, by the way, at Georgia Tech, at Syracuse. Come on, guys. This schedule's genius. Uh, <laughs> Even at Pitt, isn't that daunting? Yeah, at Pitt on a Thursday night where Phil Jerkovic is the the pit starting quarterback? So it's the Jerkovic Bowl. He was you know started <laughs> at BC the past two years, and I love the fact they get Miami on November twenty fourth. This schedule is genius. They don't play Clemson. They do like they do get Florida State, but they don't play Clemson, NC State, North Carolina, or Wake Forest, all winning teams.
2: That's true, man. This schedule is.
0: I'm on the over. Just
2: good enough for me to flip to over. I
0: actually I don't even think it's a crazy idea like to 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 to. to Put some fucking money, just a little bit. Uh, sprinkle uh, fifty bucks on them to be in the ACC championship. To be in the ACC championship, not yeah, to yeah, win yeah. it, right? Well, you never know with with Louisville's schedule and Boston College schedule. If there's enough carnage at the top of the ACC, that could no. be your ACC championship. Yeah, no. yeah.
1: <laughs> Somebody's giving Colby crazy pills, but yeah. well, <laughs> I'm with you on the over. I think they get to six maybe uh, like everything breaks their way. And Moorhead really
0: looks good. Seven tops. get out of here. I can talk you into, hear me out here. Northern Illinois win Holy cross win. They lose the Florida state. They lose the Louisville, Virginia win army. win. that's four and two at the buy out out of the buy, they beat Georgia tech. Five and two, Yukon, six and two, Syracuse seven and two, Virginia Tech eight and two, and then you upset Miami, the final game of the season. Not, you could paint a nine and three season here. Is pretty Matt fucking even, done.
1: Uh, back in college, is is <laughs> is our guy Steve Logan the offensive coordinator again?
2: Well, here's the thing. The ACC is kind of like the Mac now, <laughs> you know, if you take the, if you uh, take the
0: about Clemson to leave the show after <laughs> the statement
1: like that, well, yeah. it's just all these teams, finding uh, a new podcast. To join. Well,
2: here's the thing. The coastal was I the have MAC. I entered
1: the transfer portal,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the coastal was the MAC. seven different champions in seven years. And when you're, if you're honest about it, the rest of the league outside of Clemson and Florida state were the exact same level as all those other teams. So it's 10 completely equal teams. And if they're having a great year, just like we saw Northern Illinois, two, Two years ago in the uh, Mac championship and last year three and nine. Maybe Boston College just figures a couple things out. Oh,
0: I like it. I like the over. I like the I like over the here. over just because the schedule sucks.
2: Virginia Tech I'm- and Miami in November and Miami coming to Chestnut Hill the on the day
0: after Thanksgiving. It's yeah. fucking perfect. They're yeah. not gonna win that game. Oh, no. uh, let's go. Uh I feel pretty good about that. Over. NC Nick, do you feel like that's almost lockworthy or
1: No, I'm gonna go over. I feel decent about it, but not lockworthy. Just because I need to see, you know, Boston Boston College can always pull a Boston College and just like get unlucky, get injured, and then just lose games they shouldn't lose, like to Northern Illinois or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. Next, we move to uh, the the Orange Men of Syracuse. Dino Babers, baby. Look, I low key thinking about this. Cause they're basically going to keep it. The Robert and I offense. They have the, the quarterback coach for that. And I employed running it. The shredders back.
1: They do Our lose Sean,
0: They do lose Sean Tucker. They do lose a bunch of production. They still have a Rhonda Gadsden jr. At the, at the wide receiver spot. Who's a fucking stud Dude, but, he had in 2021,
1: he had two catches for 24 yards. Talking about coming out of nowhere for last year, catching sixty-one balls for almost a thousand yards and six touchdowns.
0: An thats, it, that's
1: stepping up.
0: You brought in Anai, and he's like, "Wait, who's this guy you got here?" But one of the <laughs> low-key great things I think they did was they hired Rocky Long on the as the defensive coordinator. Yes, Rocky Long, the legend, the creator wow. of the three-three-five defense, coming into the key- has where he
2: coached entirely in the Southwest before, pretty much. Yeah, and they but got he's all- got
0: a connection to Babers. Okay, he's got a connection to Babers, so.
1: That but uh, talent on defense, they got rated in the portal, especially
0: on defense. So that could be tough. True. But to me, you have one of the best defensive coordinators. You know, it is year one for him, but I was pretty amazed that they were able to get Rocky Long. Because even last year, Rocky Long uh was the DC of New Mexico for his former player Danny Gonzalez. Their defense was good. It was their offense that was terrible. Their defense was yeah. good. So uh, the Q's their win total is what sitting at a cool six and a half. Dino, relax. They won seven last year. Well, I'll tell you this: you gotta like the start to the season, just like last year when they started out six and zero. Oh, they get the Colgate Raiders. They're not very good in the FCS. They get Western Michigan, who's with the brand new head coach. Uh, at the uh the Carrier Dome or whatever the fuck they're calling it and then uh they're at Purdue brand new head coach then they're home to Army brand new system the first four games are genius absolutely three genius 3 and 1 right 3 and 1 3 and 1 I mean May- this is maybe the same four this the oh. same Syracuse yeah. that started off
1: last year 6 and 0 oh.
0: <laughs> and and I feel like we were kind of on that I think we were on that I, I at least myself I um, Granted, they you know their, their their next seven
1: games they went one and six.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was on that exactly. I think if you go back to if you go back to the Syracuse schedule uh, or the episode a year ago, I think I projected all of that. I said they're going to start out. <laughs> they, they're going to start off. I think I had them at five and one, not six and oh, But I was like, give me the over on cues because the beginning of their schedule is genius. So um, they could be four and zero oh too. I, they could. I'm going
1: to lean to three and one. Maybe they drop that game at Purdue but uh, it's again that's a winnable game I Purdue's playing all these ACC teams I don't know why but um, <laughs> and, but but after that army game things you know the that level of difficulty on that schedule does uh, go up a notch or two
0: well yeah but they've had actually they've played remember the last time Clemson went up to the carrier Dome Syracuse missed a field goal to, to send the game to overtime and then I think mm-hmm. the time before that they beat him at, at the the carrier dome there uh, Still taking Clemson to win that. Yeah, yeah, you have to. But you're right. The fact that home Syracuse kinda... fucks with Clemson for some reason, even in Clemson. Remember last year yeah. they almost lost. Yeah, yeah. Uh But uh yeah, give me a three and two through the month of September. Nick, why why sure? is yep, it that they agreed. fuck with Clemson? I don't know.
2: Maybe just like a similar... something about
0: Syracuse the fucks with Clemson. Yeah. Uh I don't know. They could be. They hear me out. They could be.
2: You know, two and two, and I guess you guys, I don't know if we've gone through the next three games after the uh,
0: no, we've this. gone through September and then uh, October 7th at North Carolina and then at Florida State. I got them losing all of those, yeah. Uh, so I got them three and three at the bye week. Well, Six.
1: I think we had them lose into Virginia Tech too, and it's not even a, a full bye week, it's a short it's,
0: bye week because uh, they play on a Thursday.
2: You'd have them at what four and three then at the bye week, or uh, no, I have
0: them beating Colgate, Western Michigan, and Army.
2: Okay, so three and four at the bye, yeah,
0: okay, yeah. Um, that sounds about right. They get a buy. Then they lose at Virginia tech. So three and five home on a, this is the Friday night game. It's another weekday game. This is a Yankee stadium. Oh no. Right? No, no, no. That's later. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the
2: following. week. Yeah.
0: Um. So, I mean, they can beat BC. There. That's a 50, 50 game. I got no fucking idea. who's <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, right,
2: uh, right. I'll give that to Syracuse <laughs> just based on last year.
1: Okay. I would say the last four games might be. I mean, Pitt is better than Syracuse, but three out of the last four games are probably 50, 50 matchups.
0: Moneyline Max in the chat saying, "I love it, Petty." See, we need an AAC or an ACC MAC challenge to see who's better. <laughs> Coming at you, Nick. Um, oh, ha ha! Right.
1: Talk about the number <laughs> four best conference according to Phil to Phil Steele.
0: <laughs> yeah, no Lexington more? Steel has him uh, the last rated conference. Yeah. What, what did Western <laughs>
2: Michigan do last year? We 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 could have the MAC beating uh, a precious ACC. Well, Western C-
1: Michigan well, beat that Pitt happened to they beat uh, Pitt. Georgia Tech. Yeah, that's right. And then and Northern Illinois beat Georgia Tech what two years ago?
0: Yeah, but Western Michigan beat Pitt the year that Pitt that's played right. for the ACC championship. That's right. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh look, then they have the Yankee Stadium game—the hundred years or hundred fifty years of college football or whatever the fuck it is—Yankee uh, Stadium. Uh, but you know, what sucks about that is that would normally be a home game and they're moving that to Yankee stadium. That hurts. And I favor Pitt there. They're at Georgia. Do you hate St- it. It
2: isn't a baseball stadium. No, I you love lo- it. Okay.
0: Yeah. I love it. Cause it's that they're paying homage to the sport and the, the history but- of it. But to your point, that means they only have three home ACC games, yeah, and they never do this to the good schools. they do this to the bad <laughs> schools, which is ridiculous, but like Georgia Tech yeah and yeah. Northwestern is doing this also in the big Ten. They're Losing. playing that game at Wrigley because it would have been
2: a home game for us yes, yeah yeah
0: um I'm on the under guys. I think they're probably going to be six and six. That's exactly where I had them. Don't feel great
1: about it. uh, But yeah, it's that, in that six and a half. I think they're probably a, a little bit worse than last year, just because they do lose the OC. And like I said, they got rated in the portal. They lost, they lost guys to Ohio state, LSU, Texas tech. I mean, when Ohio state and LSU come knocking on your door, that means those players were really good. So um, even though the DC Rocky long, it has a, a tremendous track record. I think the defense takes a step back at least in year one until he gets more talent in there. What
0: are you doing, Patty? C.? Uh
2: Yeah, I'm on the under and I don't know if we're calling out our locks already. Yeah. yeah this is a lot for me. Uh, is I it really? Oh, it wow. is just, I mean, I think they were good. I, I respect them and obviously shredder, I think is a better quarterback than a lot of people, you know, and it looks like the, uh, the coordinator who is at uh, Jason Beck has been with an eye for a long yeah. time. So That's maybe I'm they're like,
0: people were raving about him even when he was at UVA.
2: Yeah, he's been with the nice since twenty thirteen. So about ten years with him should prep him up for this season uh pretty well to take over. But
1: I <laughs> well, think one comment about uh sorry to cut you off, Patty. Why would Marshall join the Mac? <laughs> they, they were in the they, Mac. they were already in the Mac. <laughs> and the Sun Belt has definitely eclipsed the Mac. So I, I yeah. talk a little trash belt uh to to Noah there. But sorry, Patty, I, I cut you off.
2: Oh no. Uh but that would be interesting. Max Sunbelt, that, that's a that's a challenge that actually should happen.
0: fuck them up, dude.
2: It would still be fun, though. Yeah. Um, uh, look, I think that you could be looking at a really tough losing streak, uh, kind of right off the bat that could derail this season completely. If Purdue's a loss, say Army's better than we think, and they have two straight losses there, Clemson at North Carolina at Florida State, and like we said, at Virginia Tech on a Thursday night, that could be a, a six-game losing streak and be two and eight. And then they're not they're not recovering from that, so I think it's going to be tough sledding for him. And s- getting to seven wins, not happening.
0: I like it. So, is this your first lock,
1: Patty C? This yeah. is my first lock. We, yep. Me All and
0: right. NC Nick have both locked up the Virginia schools on the under. Those are our only <laughs> locks right now. Uh, That's our home. That's where we grew up. <laughs> yeah, and we're going. I'll up.
2: lock Virginia Tech on the under with you.
0: Uh, there there we go. Yeah. There we go, Patty C. Locking up the Hokies under five as well. Let's jump on over and talk about NC State with Robert and I. He, he bounced from Syracuse down to, down to Raleigh, North Carolina, NC. Nick, let me know if you bang into him at the uh, at the Harris Teeter or whatever the fuck your grocery stores are called. Um, <laughs> and uh, so much anger. <laughs> <around>. <laughs> yeah. It was the NC state. You know what I mean? Like uh, Robert and I, you're a Mike Leach guy. We love you, but what are you doing? going to the enemy. Um, <laughs> this is an interesting one, six and a half. I actually think losing Tim Beck and getting Robert and I is a huge bump for sure. I think it's a huge bump from an offensive standpoint. Uh, so I'm kind of like much. And I actually think Brennan Armstrong's better than Devin Leary. I said this a year ago. <laughs> I, I, in my opinion, he, he uh, was better two years ago. I mean, yeah, look at
1: Armstrong's numbers from two yeah. years ago, two um, and three
2: years ago,
0: the non-con let's talk about it because nine power fives because Notre Dame is coming to Carter Finley, but it's week two. Remember Notre Dame, new offensive coordinator, new quarterback and Sam Hartman. Uh, they do play at the ranch week one. Interesting road game against Jim Mora Jr. I think it's a sneaky game. I agree. It, it's a yeah. sneaky game. And then uh, Marshall coming to town October 7th, more Marshall talk as they play two ACC teams. And then the key debts of VMI who are under brand new head coach, Danny Rocco, who came over from the Delaware blue hands. Uh, so non con, not 10 power Five, So you gotta like that. I think they're going to go, honestly, I think they're probably going to go for now in the non-con.
2: you think they beat Notre Dame
0: week, week two, I think they're better than Notre Dame right now. Mm.
1: I think you can go conservative and say three and one, even though NC this is State me did say NC it too. State did beat Notre Dame last time the Irish came down to Raleigh. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, it happened to be in a hurricane, you know, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, <laughs> there's details. a strong chance it'll be a hurricane <laughs> in November, September 9th. Yeah, it's always uh, possible. Yeah. Um, here's my logic on this You're telling me Notre Dame's got a, a guy that's never been an offensive coordinator, right? never been an offensive coordinator. So they're
2: getting them in a good spot.
0: They also, yeah, to me, it's week two and uh, it's going to be lit. Yeah. I, I just, I favor NC state by like a field goal, right? NC state's got good talent. I think the NC state offense is going to be a lot better. You might be right. (laughs) The
1: defense loses
0: a lot, only returning five starters,
1: but I tend to trust Doran. Doran's going to have a solid defense.
0: Yeah, and and 3802 saying even with Hartman. See, I love Sam Hartman, but I also wonder how much of a, a system that is. Notre Dame doesn't have Tim Brown and Rocket Ishmael wide receiver. You know, so I I I, I <laughs> Hartman's going to be fine at Notre Dame. He's no, a I think good, be, good quarterback. I think it'll be good, but I don't think he's going to be putting up the numbers he put up at Wake Forest because I don't think they have the receivers that they had. Uh and they're not running that slow mesh offense. So Still. He's, Speaking he's, he's pretty good. But you're right. Did
1: you guys see the um, NC State the transfer they got last week?
0: No, I don't think I did.
1: A late, a late transfer, Bradley Rosner from Rice. Oh, I did uh, see that. Forty-five catches, eight hundred seventy-six yards, and ten touchdowns a year ago. Nice. They were a little weak at the receiver position too because they had a couple guys transfer out uh, or graduate. I think one guy transferred, one guy graduated. So that was that was a big late get that might have kind of went under the radar. I think I expect him to start and and play pretty well here. But let me tell you this, okay? Last three years, NC State has won eight, nine, and eight games. In each year, and in Doran's 10 seasons, he's been over six and a half in eight of them. Only one of the or one of those years where he was less than that was his first year. So six and a half. Give me the overall day. I now, like, I did see a lot of juice on that over, but minus one forty five. I saw, but if we're not even talking about that, I or talk about it, I don't care. I'm still going over and lock
0: it up. I feel pretty damn good about the over too. When I think about it, I'm a little scared of the UConn game. 'Cause I think more is going to have them playing better than people think. But I when I look, I I, I think they'll be like I, I would take them to beat Notre Dame. 50 50 game, though. Uh VMI is not going to be good this year near year one. Also a service academy, so the the new rules could be challenging for them. Virginia, I think, is a win. Louisville, the fact you get Louisville and Clemson, who I think are your contenders, you don't get Florida State. You if anything, you get Louisville and Clemson. North Carolina who are all the the top like 5 or 6 favored. In Carter Finley, which is huge. Uh you get Clemson off of a bye and
2: uh uh Clemson will be on the second end of a back-to-back road at Miami yes. then at NC uh, and, State.
0: And let's talk about the road schedule for NC State. At UConn, at Virginia, at Duke, at Wake and at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's the only tough environment there, but they're not very good. So
2: and they uh, may be by the second to last game of the season completely, you know, yeah. given up on the season. I, I'm on the
0: over too. As much as I, as I also, hate to say like, it, when it's at six and a half, this is when you want to
1: jump on NC State. You want to fade NC State like last year when they were getting you know all this love from like the national media and and that last year I think the over under was at like eight and a half, right? So last year was a perfect time to, to to fade a team that you know does kind of you know, not play the best when the spotlight's on them, but when the spotlight isn't on them, that's when you want to jump back on NC state. So, uh, yeah, overall day.